Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for June 6, 2019. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. Now, uh, normally I would do the uh, preview for this weekend's um, MMA shows uh, tomorrow, but tomorrow I am going to uh, the Access Expo, which is down at uh, Variety Village out in uh, Scarborough, and I mean, that's an all-day trip for me, so I'm going to be out all day, okay, so I'm doing it today, and we're going to talk first about uh, UFC 238, which is uh, Saturday at the United Center in Chicago. And um, there's a total of five women's matches on this show. And the big one, of course, is the co-main event. Uh, Valentina Shevchenko defending the UFC Flyweight Championship against Jessica I. Now, there's been a lot of... BS floating around about this this particular match, and I want to kind of cut through that a little bit because I'll give you a, uh, my opinion on it is this: fighters lie, okay, and the thing they lie most about is about things that they can and cannot do. All right, and there are some question marks with this particular fight uh, that I'm going to get to in a minute. Now, based on the, based on their past uh, history, okay, you've got Valentina, who is an elite kickboxer, okay, and Jessica, you know, she kind of does the same stuff, but she's not as good at it, all right? So on the surface, if you look at that aspect of it, just simple as that, it's clear that Valentina should be the favorite, and she should be anyway, okay? But there's some other things going on here that add some uncertainty to it. And that mostly has to do with some changes that Jessica has made. Okay? Now, she started out in the UFC as a bantamweight, and she didn't really do very well. She was going to get released. Okay? And then uh, she uh, went on a hiatus for a little while, and when she came back, they had created the flyweight division, and she's a natural flyweight. She should never have been fighting a bantamweight in the first place. Okay, so now she's at flyweight, and she's on a three-fight winning streak. All right? The problem with this winning streak is these are three of the softest wins, okay, that I have ever seen, okay? Two of the three fights were split decisions, okay? The fir- in the first fight against Kalindra Faria... She almost got knocked out in the first round. And the only reason she won that fight is, is Kalinda Feria is an inept fighter. She's terrible. Okay? And so, you know, you got to keep in mind. You see, fighters are always say, oh, a win is a win. Well, that's not how it works. Not all wins are created equally. And if a win is kind of, uh, I don't think any of those wins were particularly dominant. And... You know, based on that, I didn't really see anything from Jessica that would make me think that she could step up and beat Valentina. However, she's made big changes, all right? She doesn't live in Cleveland anymore. She moved from Cleveland to Las Vegas, okay? She is training at the UFC Performance Institute, okay? And she is also training at Extreme Couture, And one of the guys she's training with over there 
is Gray Maynard? Okay, so the question is, she can talk about how she's made improvements and stuff like that. Okay, I've done this, I've done that, and that's what she's been doing. But I frankly have heard it all before, and I, I really can't accept her, her, um, her, that kind of declaration unless she goes into the damn cage and actually does it. Because a lot of times fighters say that they've, they've improved in such a certain area, but when it actually comes down to the fight itself, it's not true. Okay? So sometimes it's gamesmanship. Okay? Sometimes it's delusion. I mean, I don't know. But it's hard for me to accept what she says only because skepticism is a very healthy thing. All right? And if she goes in and she's better than she's looked in the past, great. I'm just not so sure, that's all. Valentina does the same thing in which she keeps talking about how she's an all-around fighter and all that kind of nonsense when she actually isn't, okay? Basically, she's a really, really good kickboxer, okay? She's a championship-caliber kickboxer. She doesn't really have a ground game to speak of. She keeps talking about that submission when she got over Juliana Pena. And really what happened there is Juliana messed up. Like she was winning that fight and she just messed up. And so I really wish she'd stop talking about that. And she says a lot of other stuff that I think is nonsense as well. Her training is pretty much what it always is. She has this traveling road show with her coach, uh, Pavel Fedotov, and they go all over the place. Um, I mean, she lives in Peru, but um, I don't think she's there a lot, right? And actually, she was at the UFC Performance Institute in Las Vegas as well. So um, I favor Valentina to win, especially over five rounds, because she's used to doing that. But, um, you know, if Jessica has improved and really, really has improved, she has a shot, Okay. But I'm not convinced, just on her say-so, that she has improved. I mean, you never know, right? Okay, so we have four other women's matches on this show. Uh, the first one is going to headline the prelims, and it's uh, Tatiana Suarez versus Nina Ansaroff, and this fight is at strawweight. This is a fight where the, the uh, with, where, a number one contender fight, and this is a fight where the winner is going to get a title shot. Okay, and I'll tell you right off the top, Tatiana should win this fight. She's been fantastic in the, the, the UFC. Um, you know, she, she won Tough 23. And uh, the only blip that she had was she had knee surgery a couple of years back. But she's come back from that, and she's um, been really good. She's been really good. She, and she's fantastic on the ground, like, you know. A lot of her fights have ended in the first round, okay? Nina is fighting over her head, in my opinion, okay? Uh, she's been around for a long time. You know, she, she uh, uh, was going to, uh, she said she, if she had lost to Angela Hill that she was going to retire, but she beat Angela, but then she beat Claudia Gadelia. And this was mostly Claudia ran out of gas and Nina got really good strategy from Dean Thomas and also uh, her, uh, her uh, girlfriend there, uh, Amanda Nunez. And uh, so I don't know if that's going to work here. 
All right. Tatiana is a better fighter than Claudia Gay. That's not even close. All right. So I would favor Tatiana in this. Okay. Then we have also on the prelims, um, Carolina Kovalkovitz uh, versus Alexa Grasso. And this is also at strawweight. So uh, you've got Carolina, who's a former title contender. And of course, Alexa, who would like to be a title contender. Okay. But basically, they're both points fighters. Okay. Uh, I feel that the difference between them as points fighters is Carolina is really, really good at being a points fighter. Where she runs into problems is when she has uh, a fighter, when she's facing somebody who's really aggressive and has great ground skills and is a lot more powerful than her, and she tends to get overwhelmed. And that's what happened when she fought um, uh, Jessica Andraj. Uh, uh, Alexa uh, is, of course, from Mexico. She's like her. Her and her teammate, Irene Aldana, are very similar fighters. They basically are um, strikers. They really don't have much, she really doesn't have a ground game to speak of. She's not going to need it here because Carolina doesn't have one either. But uh, I would expect this fight to go the distance and it's going to be a close fight because they're similar type fighters. You know, they do counter striking and all that sort of thing, but they're, neither of them are anything special. Okay, another prelim, we have Zhao uh, uh, Nan Yan versus Angela Hill. Now, uh, Jessica Penne was supposed to uh, be uh, Jan's opponent here, uh, but she pulled out. I'm not sure if it was due to injury or not. They never really said, but um, she was replaced by Angela, and Angela is her teammate at uh, Alliance in San Diego. And, um, uh, you know, Angela's a popular fighter because of her personality and, you know, she likes to do cosplay and all that kind of stuff there. But she is a mediocre kickboxer at best. Her first time around in the UFC, she was bad. She got released. She went down to Invicta. They propped her up with inferior opposition. She came back up to the UFC. And the problem is she's not any better today than she was the first time around. Uh, Yan is a Chinese fighter. Uh, I don't think she's as good as... Uh, uh, Wei Li Zhang, for example, but I think she's a better fighter than Angela. And uh, again, I would expect this to go the distance and uh, Yan uh, should win a uh, unanimous decision. And finally, kicking off the prelims, uh, which here in Canada will be on uh, UFC Fight Pass, it will be Catlin Chukagian versus Joanne Calderwood. Now, this will be at flyweight. Now, of course, Catlin is from the Northeast, the Philadelphia area, and she's trained by Mark Henry. And she has this infuriating fighting style. She uses the keep away, keep away fighting style. And the problem with the fighting style like that is two things. One, it's boring as hell. And two, it's a double-edged sword. Because though she is capable of winning fights with that style, it's also just as possible that she'll lose too. Now, in her last fight, she lost by sp split decision to Jessica. I, I mean, if she wins that fight, she probably gets the title shot, right? But, you know, her strategy, the keep away style, worked really well against Jessica, but somehow Jessica squeaked out a win. And that's the, the, the chance you take by not being aggressive. And so she's just not an aggressive fighter. 
Joanne is, is from Scotland originally. She is now training at uh, Syndicate MMA in Las Vegas with John Wood. So I expect to see, I, I, we, we saw her in her last fight uh, beat uh, uh, Ariane Lipsky, okay, the former KSW champ. And she made Ariane look really bad. And we saw some things from Joanne that we hadn't seen before. Now, you're saying, why do you accept that from Joanne and you don't accept it from Jessica? I accept it from Joanne because she actually did it, okay? And I also know that John Wood is known to improve fighters, okay? She's done it with Roxanne Modafferi and pretty much every other fighter that's gone there, okay? So that's the thing. We know what John Wood can do as a trainer, okay? The problem with, with Jessica is we're not really too sure whether she's going to be any better or not because she hasn't done it yet and because there's a lot of unknown factors involved. Now, Joanne, in an interview, was talking about uh, Catelyn's fighting style because I guess she's been watching some tape. And, um, you know, she doesn't really think much of Catelyn's fighting style. But uh, what she needs to do, in my opinion, is she needs to be really aggressive with her. Joanne, um, you know... Uh, she's a really good kickboxer, but I'm not sure uh, if working at a distance with Catlin is going to really work for her. I think what I'd like to see her do is close the distance, uh, get in the clinch, get some dirty boxing in there, use her knees, take her down. If you can submit her, submit her. If you can punch her out, punch her out. So uh, I would favor Joanne in this. Joanne is not happy, by the way, in uh, being the first fight on the card. She wants to be higher up. Well, if she can win this fight... She'll go in that direction, okay? So that, that, this show is tomorrow night, as I said, at, uh, um, I think the prelims started about 6.15 or thereabouts. I guess it'll depend on how the weigh-ins go tomorrow. Okay, now tomorrow night, uh, we'll have Invicta FC 35, and that will air on UFC Fight Pass starting at 8 p.m. Okay, so the big problem with this show is the main event is a dog, okay? It's for the um, uh, Invicta Flyweight Championship. I think it's vacant right now. And it's uh, Deanna Bennett versus Karina Rodriguez. And what happened is they, they both won um, tournaments. Uh, tur both won, uh, semi got in, won the tournament. So this is the end of the finals of the tournament. And they're just, I'm not, I'm not a fan of either of them. Deanna keeps getting chances because somebody at Invicta likes her. But she's just not a very good fighter. I mean, she had her chance in the UFC. She was um, in Tough 26, and she flunked out. Uh, Karina is from Mexico. She's a teammate of Alexa Grasso and um, Irene Aldana at Lobo. So that's the style that she fights. She fights, she's very much a striker. Uh, not really any more dimensions than that. And um, I just think it's not going to be a very interesting fight. Uh, the co-main event uh, will be at Adam Waite. It'll be Alicia Zapatella uh, versus Viviani Pereira. Uh, uh, from what I've seen from Alicia so far in Invicta, she has the look of a, uh, an elite fighter. She, she's been pretty dominant so far. Uh, her record is 5-0. and oh. She's from Michigan. Uh, Viviani is from Brazil. She uh, was in the UFC. She was fighting at strawweight. 
And, um, you know, will she be better at atom weight? I don't know. I didn't think much of her at straw weight, that's for sure. But um, uh, I, Alicia is probably a much better fighter. Okay, then we have um, at uh, straw weight, Kaneko Murata versus Liana Pirosin. Okay, Kaneko uh, is from Japan. She normally fights for Ryzen. And what, was, what the deal is, is she was supposed to fight for Invicta um, um, last November or December. I don't remember which, but it doesn't really matter. Anyway, she got pulled. I don't think it was due to injury, uh, but she has fought since then, so she is healthy. And the reason uh, they, uh, um, Ryzen was loaning her out to Invicta is because uh, most of their women's matches are atom weight, and they really didn't have much for Conoco to do. Um, now, with Rena uh, moving up to straw weight, uh, we may see more activity in that area because, you know, Rena's a big star, even though she's not a very good fighter. Okay, so, uh, so but uh, I guess that what happened here is uh, Conoco was promised to um, Invicta, and that's why you're not seeing her on a Bellator show. Okay, she's a pretty good fighter, actually. Liana Perosin is from Brazil. She's another one of these fighters being brought in um, from the Brazilian regional circuit. So she's unproven. Like, who the heck knows? Who the heck knows? All right. Now, um, we have at bantamweight, we have Katharina Lehner versus Lisa Spangler. I like Lisa in this match. She's 3-0. and um, she uh, trains with uh, uh, Josh Barnett, among others, and uh, she's looked very good so far in her Invicta fights. Katharina Lehner uh, is from Germany. She was in Tough 28 for the Featherweights. And, um, you know, if you've ever seen her Instagram, she does a lot of cosplay and stuff like that. Okay, that's her claim to fame. As a fighter, she's not so good. Now, what happened, what I recall with her is that uh, she looked really bad when she lost to uh, Sarah Kaufman a while back. And so uh, I just think Lisa's a better fighter. Okay, at featherweight, we have Caitlin Young versus Faith McMah. Uh, of course, Caitlin's a veteran. She's been around for since the early days of women's MMA, okay? Uh, she's primarily a kickboxer. Okay, and in fact, at one point she retired from MMA and she moved to Thailand to concentrate on kickboxing. But she got back into MMA with Ryzen and she beat King Rena. So now she's back doing MMA again. Um, she's still just a kickboxer, okay? Her opponent here is pretty bad too. And that's Faith McMah. She used to be known as Faith Van Duen. I assume that this is her married name. Uh, she's from New Zealand. We've seen her before. She just isn't very good. That's all really all that, that comes down to it. Okay, most of the other fights are um, pretty much um, fighters we may have seen before, but maybe not. Okay, uh, we have um, at bantamweight Chelsea Chandler versus Brittany Victoria. Uh, we've seen uh, Brittany before. I actually like her in this fight. Uh, Kelly D'Angelo versus Jillian DeCourcy at Atomweight. Not crazy about either of them. Uh, also at Atomweight, we have Loma Lukbunmi versus um, Azevedo, whatever her name is. Um, Loma, 
the, she's a Brazilian fighter and she's a newcomer to Invicta, so I haven't seen her. Loma is a Thai kickboxing legend, but the problem is she needs a lot of work on her MMA. We've seen her before in Invicta. She also fought for Pancrase, and um, she's a work in progress. And the other two are both making their pro debuts at uh, Strawweight. It's Valerie Wong versus Genia Gooden. Okay, so that's tomorrow night on UFC Fight Pass. Uh, I will be watching, as I'm sure you hopefully you will be as well. Okay, we have two fight announcements um, that I want to get to. Uh, yesterday, Adriano Albuquerque of Global reported that Julia Avila versus Melissa Gatto has been added to UFC 239 July 6th at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. This fight is at bantamweight. Uh, both fighters, uh, oh, all right. Julia is 31 years old from Oklahoma City. Her record is 6-1 and 1-1 and and in Invicta. This is her UFC debut. Uh, her one loss was when she broke her finger and the fight had to be stopped. Okay, she actually, uh, I saw her fight in Invicta. She actually looked pretty good. Uh, Melissa will also be making her UFC debut. She is 23 years old from Parana, Brazil. Her record is 6-0-2 in the Brazilian regional circuit. She came to the UFC as a replacement for the injured Jessica Rose Clark at UFC 237 in Brazil, but she was forced to pull out due to a skin infection. So I haven't seen her, so I don't know how good she is or, or whatever, but I do favor Julia for this fight because she has more experience and she has fought at a higher competition level. Okay, now... This morning, Rafael Marinho of Combat reported that Yanan Wu versus Luana Carolina has been added to UFC on ESPN Plus 15 August 31 at the Universi Universiad Sports Center in Shenzhen, China. So yes, the UFC is returning to China in case you hadn't heard. Now, don't be surprised if we see Wei Li Zhang on this show, too. You never know. Anyway, she's, she's fighting next week, I believe. Okay, so... So, uh, this fight is at flyweight. Now, this fight was supposed to happen last month in Brazil. Uh, Wu pulled out due to injury. Uh, Luana won over Priscilla Cachoeira by unanimous decision. Uh, Luana is 25 years old from Sao Paulo, Brazil. Her record is 6-1. She was on the Brazilian Dana White Contender Series. She won her fight easily, but uh, Priscilla is a terrible fighter. Just awful. Now, Wu is 23 years old, and I'm sure fighting in front of her family in China is a big deal. Her record is 10-2. She has fought most of her career at bantamweight. And uh, she dropped a flyweight after losing her UFC debut. Her win... Uh, uh, at flyweight over Lauren Mueller seemed like a bit of a fluke at the time. So I haven't seen enough of either fighter to know how good they are. So this may tell us whether either of them are any good. I don't know. Anyways, that's about it for today. Um, we'll be back on Sunday. Yeah, I'm just looking that up. Okay, we're back on, we'll be, I'll be back on Sunday with, um, that's not what I wanted to see. We'll be back on Sunday with videos from the UFC fight. I'll probably uh, uh, review the Invicta show on Saturday, and then I'll talk about it on Sunday. But uh, I'll have all five matches, uh, UFC matches, on Sunday. Okay, 
Uh, don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. If you have any questions or comments, you can leave them on Anchor's voicemail. And if you would like to uh, subscribe to the podcast, you can do so at Google Play uh, Music, Google Podcast, iTunes, and Spotify. Enjoy the fights, and we'll talk to you on Sunday.